This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Welcome, I am Mihaela Ignatescu with the news, the headlines. Another Romanian wounded in the explosions in Crevedia died this morning. The Romanian Senate and Chamber of Deputies gather today for a new parliamentary session. And Romanian tennis player Sorana Kirstea has qualified for the quarterfinals of the US Open. Another patient injured in the explosions that took place in Crevedia, south of Bucharest, died this morning, the Romanian Ministry of Health has announced. According to the source, the man had burns on 95% of his body. This is the fourth person to die after the Crevedia explosions, where tankers loaded with LPG blew up on August 26th. In the latest report, the Ministry of Health had announced that two of the victims of the explosions nine days ago were admitted to hospitals in Bucharest in critical condition. Another 16 patients have been hospitalized for moderate and minor injuries. Regarding the patients abroad, one is in a critical situation in Milan, Italy, two are in a complicated situation in Austria and two others are in Germany, still intubated. Today, Romanian senators and deputies have started the second ordinary parliamentary session of the year. According to the regulations in force on the first day of the parliamentary session, in the plenary session of each chamber, the members of the permanent bureau are elected, the vice president, secretaries and castors, with the exception of the president who is elected at the beginning of the legislature. In the Chamber of Deputies, the interim speaker is the Social Democrat Alfred Simonis and the Speaker of the Senate is the leader of the National Liberal Party, Nicolae Ciuca. The priorities of the parliamentary session include the law on special pensions, as well as other bills necessary to fulfill the milestones established under the National Recovery and Resilience Plan for Romania to receive European money. Also, the package of fiscal measures that is being discussed by the governing coalition and for which Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu has announced that he will take responsibility before Parliament is expected. The opposition representatives also announced several projects in the fields of law, agriculture, health and fiscal facilities. The President of Romania, Klaus Johannes, has today received the Prime Minister of the Grand Duchy of Luxembourg, Xavier Bettel, on the occasion of his visit to Cinku in Brasov County. The two will have political consultations and will visit together the troops stationed at the Jetika National Training Center in Cinku. 
Johannes and Betel will address the Luxembourg military who are part of the NATO battle group in Romania, the presidential administration reports. Also, the Romanian president and the Luxembourg prime minister will discuss the strengthening of the deterrent posture on NATO's eastern flank and the continuation of the support offered to Ukraine and the countries in the region, with an emphasis on the Republic of Moldova, a state seriously affected by the consequences of the war of aggression started by Russia against Ukraine. In our sports, the Romanian tennis player Sorana Kirsta has qualified for the quarterfinals of the U.S. Open tournament, the last Grand Slam of the year, after defeating the Swiss Belinda Bencic in the previous round 6-3-6-3. Kirsta, aged 33 and number 30 at WTA, seed number 30 at the tournament, managed her best performance at Flushing Meadows. She played only one quarterfinal at a Grand Slam tournament in 2009 at Roland Garros, where she was 19 years old. In the quarters, Kirsta will face the Czech player Karolina Muchova, who defeated the Chinese Xingyu Wang 6-3, 5-7, 6-1. And now, an important announcement for our listeners. Dear friends, the Radio Romania Board of Administrators decided to temporarily suspend the use of two out of the five Radiocom shortwave transmitters that ensure the broadcast of Radio Romania International's programs because of budget cuts. The RRI programs in English are affected. All of them may be received on only one frequency instead of two as of August the 1st. The frequencies, as well as any other prospective changes operated by Radiocom for to reception monitoring and to your feedback on reception quality will be announced in our broadcasts on our webpage and on Facebook. We invite you to follow RRI's programs online at rri.ro, including On Demand, on SoundCloud, on Android and iOS apps, via TuneIn and via Satellite. You can find more details on our homepage. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Spotify. The second parliamentary session of this year brings several important bills on the table of Romanian senators and deputies. I'm Dr. Marasimion with more in this commentary by Daniel Abudu. The Romanian Senate and Chamber of Deputies on Monday began the second ordinary parliamentary session of the year. According to the Prime Minister Marcel Tolacu, the leader of the Social Democratic Party, the priorities include, besides the government's taking responsibility before Parliament for a legislative package aimed at fiscal changes and administrative reform, a new pension law and tougher punishments for drivers under the influence of alcohol or drugs. Știm că sunt foarte multe inechități în vechea lege a pensiilor. În continuare avem pensii de 1500 de lei. We know that there are many inequities in the old pension law. We continue to have in Romania pensions of 1500 lei, that is 300 euros, and also of 30 40000 lei, that is 6 8000 euros. I have also discussed with my colleagues about the package that will be included in a single law, 
the law on assuming responsibility, which includes measures for combating evasion, for reforms in the local administration, as well as measures to accommodate a smaller deficit than last year, said Prime Minister Cholaku. Moreover, the Prime Minister tried the other day in Brussels to convince the European Commission of the capacity of the Romanian government to respect a new budget deficit target this year, higher as compared to the one assumed by Romania of 4.4% to cover the aid that Bucharest granted to neighboring Ukraine and the Republic of Moldova. The National Recovery and Resilience Plan and special pensions were also at the center of recent negotiations. The governing partners of the Social Democrats, the Liberals, announced that a new pension law, which would solve the inequities in the system, represents a priority. For the moment, however, the document regarding the reform of special pensions has been declared partially unconstitutional by the judges of the Constitutional Court of Romania. Even if the changes made to special pensions represent a requirement under the National Recovery and Resilience Plan. On the other hand, the opposition announces a central motion if the package of fiscal budgetary measures is adopted by the governments taking responsibility for it before Parliament. The Save Romania Union leader Catalin Drula believes that increase in fees and taxes is not a viable solution. Ciolacu se pregătește să îngroape economia României. Deja a frânat creșterea economică. Ciolacu is preparing to bury Romania's economy. He has already slowed economic growth. Businesses are complaining. There are no more orders. Sales are decreasing. And they want to increase taxes and drive investors away from Romania. Why? To pay the bill for the budget fraud, said Catalin Drula. However, Marcel Tulacu gave assurances in Brussels that Romania is a credible and responsible and, above all, a fair partner, both of the Council, the Commission and the European Parliament. The Romanian government experts continue to discuss with European officials about the renegotiation of the National Recovery and Resilience Plan, taking into account the principles established by the Prime Minister at the meetings he had in Brussels. After the European Commission sees the reforms that the government is making, it will propose to the European Council a renegotiation of the value of the budget deficit, which will allow Bucharest to obtain a higher deficit. A decision on the new percentage could be made by the end of the year. And that was Radio Newsreel. Next in this program, sports. Hello and welcome to Sports. Today with me, Cristina Mateescu. Let's begin with the latest news from tennis. Romania's Sorana Cârstea has reached the quarterfinals of the US Open. Ranked 30th in the world, she defeated Belinda Benchik of Switzerland in straight sets, 6-3, 6-3. Cârstea will next face the Czech player Karolina Mukova, who is world number 10. In the women's doubles, the Romanian-Ukrainian pair Gabriela Ruse and Marta Kostiuk defeated the Russian-Australian pair Irina Kromacheva and Daria Savil 6-2, 6-2 in the second round, and will next face the All-American pair Corey Goff and Jessica Pegula. Moving on to volleyball, the Romanian men's side defeated Turkey on Friday 3-2 in Group D of the European Championship, hosted by Tel Aviv in Israel. 
on Sunday, Romania defeated Greece 3-1 and are playing France on Monday. France topped the group with nine points, followed by Portugal with seven and Romania with six. The Romanian men's handball side CSM Constanța reached the EHF European League group stage as they defeated Spain's Freikin BM Granoler 25-22 away in the second leg of the preliminary round. CSM Constanza will be playing in the competition's Group H opposite Sporting Lisbon of Portugal, Mol Tatabania KC of Hungary and KGHM Krobri Glogov of Poland. Another Romanian side, SC Dinamo Bucharest, will play in Group G opposite trophy holders Fuxe Berlin of Germany, Chambéry Savoie Mont Blanc HB of France and RK Izvidak of Bosnia and Herzegovina. Let's end this roundup with football. The eighth leg of the Romanian Super League was held at the weekend. On Friday, Petrolul Ploiesht drew against Oțelul Galați 2-all and Rapid Bucharest defeated Dinamo Bucharest 4-0. On Saturday, FC Voluntari lost to CFR Cluj 1-4 and FCSB defeated CSU Craiova 3-0. On Sunday, FCU Craiova defeated Farul Constanța 4-0. FCSB topped the general ranking with 18 points, followed by CFR Cluj with 16 and Rapid Bucharest with 14. And that's all in sports. Focus on Romania. Next up in this broadcast, it's Song of the Day. Listen to Nikoneta Nuko with the song Girls Break Hearts Too. Fara oxygen, doa suflete pierdut în spațiu. Eu nu las controlul, nu vreau la să doar tu. Și poate să cădem gravitația. Steve. 
You are listening to Radio Romania International. The History Show. Welcome to the History Show, today with me, Cristina Mateescu. Rapid Bucharest is the oldest Romanian football first league club. Founded 100 years ago in 1923, this is an immensely popular club in Romania for a number of reasons. It is considered a workers' club. It brought together fans of other clubs dismantled after 1945 by the newly instated communist regime and was persecuted during Nicolae Ceausescu's regime between 1965 and 1989. Rapid Bucharest won three national titles, 13 Romanian Cup titles and four Romanian Super Cup titles. Internationally, the club's biggest achievements are a UEFA Cup quarter-final in the 2005-2006 season and two Balkan Cup titles. In June 1923, the workers of the Atelierele Grivica factory eventually managed to convince the management of the Romanian railways to fund the football team. According to the historian Pompiliu Constantin, the author of a book about the history of the club entitled Rapid and Rapidism, the club has in fact two birth dates, 11th and the 25th of June 1923. Supported by railway workers and the Julesht area of Bucharest, CFR Bucharest became, by the mid-1930s, a serious competitor for the strong teams Venus Bucharest and Ripensia Timisoara. That's also when the club changed its name to Rapid Bucharest and its colours from purple to white and cherry red. The matches were played on Onef Stadium, later the Republic, and from 1936 on their own stadium, Julesht. In 1944, following political pressure from the Communist Party, Rapid went back to its original name as CFR and later changed it to Locomotiva. It wasn't until 1958 that it went back to Rapid. The club was popular for many years, being loved by many different generations of fans. Historian Pompiliu Constantin explains the reasons for this enduring popularity. In essence, this happened in the latter part of the 1930s, but especially after the dismantling of the interwar clubs of Carmen, Maccabi and Venus. Many of these clubs' fans went to Rapid in the 1940s and 50s, because it was one of the few clubs still surviving from the interwar period. I even found articles about the estimated number of Rapid fans, and it was clear it was the most popular club in the 1950s. It hadn't been the most popular in the interwar years. Venus and Repensia were more popular. The 1950s press estimated the number of Rapid fans at one million. After 1945 and the installation of the communist regime, Rapid became one of the regime's favorites. Pompiliu Constantin explains. It was undoubtedly one of the favorites. That's because the regime needed to promote the image of the team as one of the workers, who were also good athletes. 
From the documents I've studied, Dej did not intervene, but Gheorghe Apostol, who was much more of a fan, tried to help the club in the 1950s, when Rapid were demoted for the first time. Apostol, who was the leader of the workers in Romania at the time, sent a letter asking the Union for Physical Education and Sport, the leaders of Romanian sport, to agree that Rapid stay in the first league because they were the most popular team. His request was naturally rejected and Rapid were demoted to the second league before joining the first league again. Venus Bucharest and Ripensia Timisoara, Rapid's former rivals, had been dismantled or were struggling, as were Progresul Bucharest and Petrolul Ploiești. However, the football landscape changed with the establishment at the end of the 1940s of other clubs that enjoyed great support from the army and the police, Staua and Dinamo respectively. The new rivals led to the creation of a new identity for the Rapid fans, that of being anti-establishment. This was best seen during the matches, when fans even at one point chanted a slogan directly blaming Ceausescu and the Communist Party for their side being demoted. Historian Pompilio Constantin says that this anti-establishment sentiment was also episodic, depending on whether Rapid were winning or losing. In his book, he talks about rapidism, which he also associated with a sense of community and solidarity among people. Pompiliu Constantin. It was about this time that rapidism was born, especially that anti-establishment sentiment. The club began to spend many years in the second-tier league. Fans saw this as punishment by the regime. Many matches were fixed, and there's evidence of this in the archives. Rumours of match-fixing circulated among the football fans, many of whom used to gather in Chismiju Park. It wasn't difficult to tell which matches were rigged. By attending the matches, the people got to know each other and form a well-knit community, including establishing informal networks of exchanging goods, especially during the shortages of the 1980s. Rapid Bucharest this year celebrates its 100th anniversary. It's quite a lot for an organization that has gone through so many complicated historical events. Like any entity looking to the future, it also aims for more. And that was the History Show. Coming up next, it's Song of the Day. Listen to Florin Riste with the song The Wings. De câte ori n-ai avut curajul să fii văzut Poate un gest, un cuvânt ar fi schimbat ceva De câte ori n-ai putut să fii destul numai mult Atunci poți fi tot ce ai vrut, rămâi în pielea ta
Când ne jucăm și cântăm, ne aude cineva Prin câmpestări ai trecut, doar stelele au știut Ți-au dat un nou început, hai rupe liniștea Lumea se așteaptă să îi zâmbești atunci când doare, când te rănește. Tu să o iubești cât poți de tare, în toate nuanțele, prin toate culorile Fi numai dragoste și vindecă rănile Aș vrea să vezi că suntem toți la fel Să crezi prin ochii mei, e toți ce-ți cer Te rog, nu frânge, are bine inimile, visele în care eu mai sper Aș vrea să vezi că suntem toți la fel Să crezi prin ochii mei, e toți ce-ți cer Next on Radio Romania International, Think Greener. Welcome, I'm Ana Maria Popescu. The government's program to encourage car renewal, better known as the car scrapping program Rabla, is financed by the Environment Ministry. The autumn edition of the scheme was launched on the 1st of September, on which occasion the Minister for Environment, Water and Forestry spoke about Romania's obligation to have one quarter of a million cars older than 15 years deregistered. Mircea Feket. Vom aloca pentru Rabla Classic un buget de 222 de milioane de lei. We will earmark 222 million lei for Rabla Classic out of a total of 560 million for this year. And for Rabla Plus, which encourages the purchase of electric vehicles, we will provide 272 million lei out of a total budget of 780 million. This remains one of the largest sums in the European Union earmarked for the purchase of electric and plug-in hybrid vehicles. The Environment Ministry stands by its commitment to allocate greater and greater funds from Rabla Classic to Rabla Plus. Mirta Feket also added that Romania needs more charging stations as the number of electric vehicles went up 57% compared to 2022. As a result, 2,800 charging stations worth 515 million lei will be opened in the near future. The Rabla Classic program consists in the granting of uh, 1,400 euros voucher for the deregistration of an old car and 2,000 euros for the deregistration of two vehicles. For those who choose to purchase a 100% electric vehicle or a hybrid plug-in vehicle, the vouchers are worth between 5,200 euros and 10,900 euros. 
Mitra Fekert, the Environment Minister, mentions that running concurrently with the two programs, Rabla Classic and Rabla Plus, is also the Rabla Local segment. Acesta este un program adiacent celor două programe pe care le-am menționat mai devreme și în legătură cu care vă pot spune... This is a new program related to the two mentioned before, and I'm in a position to tell you that more than 27,000 Romanians have so far enrolled in it and will receive 600 euro vouchers for vehicles over than 15 years. Most of this amount, namely 480 euros, comes from the Environment Ministry via the Environment Fund Administration. 27,000 cars scrapped is rather little, I would say, but this is a pilot project. It's just the first edition, as against Rabla Classic, which is the longest-running program implemented by the Environment Ministry. But ultimately, I believe any old car taken out of the roads in a village, town or a city is a gain for the environment. Individual citizens may enroll for the Rabla local program until the 29th of September at midnight or until the budget earmarked for each administrative unit is spent up. You have been listening to Think Greener. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Hi there, I'm Ana Maria Popescu with a new show in the Music Time series, bringing you emerging artists and new music at the English service of Radio Romania International. The young artist featured today is Cristina Lupu, an indie singer-songwriter based in Bucharest, whose music career is just taking shape. After appearing on the Romanian edition of The Voice in 2015, Cristina studied jazz at the Music University in Bucharest and started to write and perform her own music. I had a chat with Cristina just before the release of her first ever music video for Satellite, a piece which will be included in her first album, Sweet Amnesia. Have a little patience with me I'm trying to be kind and sharing my time But what if I, what if I, what if I What if I am stuck to my seat What if I cannot move my feet What if I speak but don't have a voice, don't have a choice? What if I, what if I, what if I'm your satellite, helplessly drawn to your life, never my own day, night, spring, summer, left or right, right? What if I'm your satellite? Helplessly drawn in this spot, feeling completely terrified to the core of the day. You're going to need more, because you're going to need more. Thank you for being here. It's Thank nice you. to have you. Thank you for Tell the invitation. Me first, when and how did your relationship with music begin? Oh, uh, wow. Well, Actually, it goes 
it goes way back. Uh, not sure if I'm supposed to say this, <laughs> to answer this uh, question this way, but um, I remember when I was a, a kid and my grandma used to sing to me all the time mm -hmm. to make me uh, stop crying. <laughs> I see. So it was kind of, ever since then, it was a way of relaxing, I guess, and of regulating so somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's uh, the very beginning. And afterwards, like every other kid, I was part of the school choir. And then when I was 14, I um, took some guitar lessons in mm. my hometown. I'm not from Bucharest. I'm from a small town. And then there was kind of a break, actually. And uh, I would say I'm a bit of a late bloomer. So I mm. just I just uh, kind of rediscovered music a few years ago. And I'm trying this thing out to see where it goes. I see. You you describe yourself as an independent singer, love songwriter. Is love yeah. <laughs> the only thing you write about? Unfortunately, yes. I think I'm a bit obsessed. <laughs> and I think it's it's just because I'm kind of struggling with that. Mm -hmm. So if it were something that I, you know, that uh, came easy to me, it would probably not be in my songs. But it's, um, yeah, it's the way I try to make sense of um my relationships and how how I deal with them and how things go wrong and trying to I'm trying to kind of understand why and what what I can do better and mm -hmm. so yeah for now this is my only uh, <laughs> yeah my only interest musically speaking but I'm hoping that sometime in the future I can overcome this thing and try and write about something else like also maybe some happy songs or some party songs or who knows <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting I, I was thinking about that and I remembered that uh, one of my favorite musicians of all times Nick Cave mm -hmm. says that art is actually this mysterious force that molds you into a particular shape it's not us that define the music we do or the art we do it's the art that defines who we are which is a nice thought, but I'm not sure many people would agree with that. I'm not sure I really truly understand that. So in the sense that uh, the art that we make is is made by us um, without us wanting it to be that way. And, and then it just yeah, kind it of just describes. takes us somewhere. Uh -huh. I think somehow I would agree in the sense that um, when I'm improvising and trying to um, invent a new song, and I think everybody kind of says this, there's uh, that moment where you forget where you are and what time it is and mm -hmm. and then that that's the nice moment and the moment when some ideas come up and does feel like they come from somewhere else like like they're not yours you stole them and then hopefully you can steal some more some other time so no, maybe it's not the same thing maybe I'm not uh, no I think it's close to to what he says what he says actually is that it's not that we have an identity which reflects in our music, in our art, but rather that our identity is created by ah, this. Okay. That's interesting. Actually, a friend told me the other day that I should be careful what songs I write because they seem to be some kind of a self-fulfilling legacy. Like if I sing uh -huh. about, um, you know, broken hearts all the time, I'm probably going to be broken hearted all the time. <laughs> so she actually told that, said that to me, just be careful. Maybe you can make an album sometime that is happy and see where that takes you <laughs> but yeah that's um, an interesting thought I guess Nick Cave is probably right he's usually right so 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I trust his yeah. opinion. Yeah. Speaking about uh, an album, you're releasing an album this year? I think it will be next year. I mm. promised it to be this year, but uh, it's actually taking longer than I suspected. It's my first ever album, so it took me a bit by surprise. But I'm going to release a few singles this year, and then probably next year, I think in spring, sometime there will be an album, hopefully. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be Sad Love Songs probably, all the yes. way? I could even <laughs> give it that title, like Sad Love, 11 Sad lo Love Songs or something, <laughs> 12 or 13. It's, uh, yeah, it's probably going to be it. <laughs> Is it just you and your guitar? Are you thinking about starting a band or something, working with other people? Right now it is just me and my guitar, um, but I've been uh, trying to play with other people as well, with a guitarist, a local guitarist called uh, Lucas Contreras, which I love to play with, and also um, uh, Denis Bolbora, who's a bit, bit beatboxer, is that mm -hmm. beatboxer, yes. And it's really fun to play with other people. I don't have that experience. I'm just beginning and it's quite new to me. But I think starting a band is just the coolest thing. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I'd love to be in a band. Who knows? Maybe I, I will have a band. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That was Cristina Lupu wrapping up today's installment of Music Time with a song she graciously offered to play in the studio of Radio Romania International's English section. I'm Ana Maria Popescu. Thanks for listening. <laughs>
best keeping us all Thing to the imaginary We can make all the love we want In my fantasy No need to go Living Romania. This is Bucharest Radio Romania International. DX Mailbag. Hello again, radio enthusiasts. DXers, CB operators, and technical nerds in general. I'm Kalinko Tsoyu, dropping yet another edition of our DX Mailbag, where we read on the air your reception reports. This edition, like a few others before, is special, because in spite of the bad news of our problems with the budget and the transmission, all of you have showed us a lot of love with a lot of messages of support, and we thank you for that, as you will see in today's edition as well. We want to begin by showing our appreciation for all your support and all your messages of goodwill. We know we have special listeners because every chance we get, we read about what is special about them on the air every chance we get. Like, for instance, our listeners in Ukraine, who, in spite of the horrible war and the situation, keep listening to shortwave and keep sending us reception reports and their appreciation. We assure them of our profound admiration and be strong. Some of our other listeners also show a lot of courage in other ways, as well as resilience. I know this is a subject better suited for our listener's letterbox, but I couldn't help myself. I have to quote what our good friend Chris Malbuff from Port Alberni, British Columbia, Canada, wrote to us at the beginning of his reception report. He writes, Dear RRI, hope the week has been good so far, and I have been training lots for the Special Olympics National Games in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, next year for floor hockey. Hopefully, I'll get my third gold medal. Well, Chris, you have our admiration and support. We want to wish you success because we shouldn't say good luck. Because surely, two gold medals at the Special Olympics are not due to luck. We are totally rooting for you. And now let's get to your reception report. Chris wrote, Here's my latest report. For the 13th of August, 2023, between midnight and 055 UTC, frequency 11,620 AM, receiving equipment, Westminster, Maryland, SDR, with 250 feet vertical beam antenna aimed at Europe. Comments, as usual, the signal quality has been clear and excellent, with no propagation conditions. 
Thanks a bunch for this to-the-point report. We are happy your reception was good, and we're looking forward to hearing the good news from the Olympics. Thank you. So next, let's go to yet another very remote location, this time to Australia, to a report from our good friend Bruce Lee, who writes, Dear Radio of Armenia International, I hope my email finds you well. I'm a radio enthusiast and live in Australia. I wish to report the reception of your broadcast recently, date of broadcast, 21st of August, 2023. Time of broadcast, 0530 to 0558. Frequency, 21,550 kilohertz. Sinpo, 34333. Comments, fair signal, no interfering station, some noise, I am a little surprised that the signal was so good at daytime in my location. Receiver XH data dash D808. Location Australia. Well, Bruce, it's great to hear that you had such good reception, although the Simpo didn't seem to be that enthusiastic. But as long as you are pleased with the results you got, we are happy. So keep writing. The next report comes from closer to home from the Netherlands, and it reads, Hi Radio Romania team, this evening another nice broadcast received with Simpo all fives. I love the music from your country, I hope to hear more of it in the future. Good luck with the broadcast and best regards to the RRI English service team. Feel free to look and listen to the video file attached. Your listener, Rob Dembeur, Heinenerd, the Netherlands. While this was not exactly a reception report, we were glad of our greetings and the fact that our friend had such a great reception close to home in the Netherlands. Thanks. As I said, we cherish all the messages of support, especially when they are mixed in with a reception report, as was the message from our good friend John Jurasek from Orlando, Florida. John, we hope we are well. We heard all about the atrocious weather conditions in your state. Keep strong. So let's read the message. I had the pleasure of receiving your transmission on 11,620 kHz shortwave at midnight UTC Tuesday on the 22nd of August 2023. I listened until 056 UTC. Reception was excellent at my location in Central Florida in the United States. I listened with the Texan PL-880 receiver with the telescopic antenna. The audio was clear and robust and was entirely free from interference, with fading being minimal in nature. While I wanted to share the basic technical details of reception in this message, I wished, most importantly, to write in to let you know that I greatly enjoy listening to your station. Your programming is exactly what I wanted, I had hoped to find, and I am so happy that you are still broadcasting to North America. Although I have heard about the recent shortwave cutbacks, and I sincerely hope that those days of shortwave broadcasting are not coming to an end soon. I mainly listen on the frequencies of 13,650 kilohertz and 11,620 kilohertz. I find your programming very well produced, interesting, insightful, and very fun to listen to as well. 
I may not write in often, but I listen very frequently and wanted to send this message today to let you know that you have a regular listener in the United States who sincerely appreciates all that you do. That was a very moving message, John. We know that there are more listeners out there, even though they do not write to us, and that thought puts a spring in our step. Thank you very much. The next message was also quite special, and we'll just begin by reading it, and then we'll explain to you why it's special. It reads, Excellent reception for the U.S. West Coast programming on 9850 kHz. The signal was received loud and clear from the Bay Area in San Francisco. I very much enjoyed the last half hour of the culture and arts programming. Thank you for keeping your transmitters up and running, running. I very much enjoyed listening to shortwave radio. Thank you, Andrei Buluchat, 23rd of August, 2023. The reason we quote this message is that, based on the name, Andrei is of Romanian descent. Thank you for the message, Andrei, and if you want to practice your Romanian, if you don't know it, you might want to try our Romanian language service, which transmits on different frequencies which you can find on our website. Thanks a lot for the message. We're glad to have you as a listener. And let's keep it in the United States, in the Midwest, namely in Montana, where we got a great message from our good friend Tim Brockett, who writes, I enjoyed listening to your station tonight. I am a frequent listener and have been for many years. The radio I am using is an AirSpry HF Plus Discovery connected to a U-Loop antenna. I have that connected to a Windows 11 SDR software laptop. My listening location is Immigrant, Montana. Date, August 23rd. Time, UTC 0300. Frequency 9850. Signal strength, all fives. Another great show. Thanks for broadcasting on shortwave. Your signal on 9850 kHz is excellent, crystal clear, and strong. Well, yet another email that made us very, very happy. Tim, it's great to hear that our signal is so strong right in the heart of America. That being said, many, many thanks to our many listeners across the globe. Keep writing. And from Bucharest, it's all 73s. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. To end this broadcast, let's listen to Ilie Muciu with a love song from Sibiu in central Romania.
And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl.ri.ro.